what is the right way that they should approach you or anyone else about it which also keeps in mind your you know sensitivities see the problem with social media is you know if you took if you look at the whole uh, like uh, area of human trafficking i personally feel you know all of us just focus on rescues and i personally think after working like for like 20 years of initially research and now there's no point of rescue if you're not going to do something about it like whether it is Long about term. rehabilitation or whether whether it is about empowering the person or whether it is about giving financial independence to the person everywhere is just about numbers this is the first time that i'm telling the story hello there and welcome to whips and chains an individual can be sold innumerable times what are the whips that we flog ourselves with often i discovered cancer i had breast cancer and what are the chains that bind us down phir maine youtube pe dekha ki female feticide hota kaise is something i want to explore in my show they're orphans it's okay it's okay गर्दन निकलती है बाकी हिस्सा ऐसे ऐसे करके निकलता है यार इतना बड़ा पाप होता अपने गांव में इट्स हॉरिफिक समबडी पास मी बाय एंड हिट माय बम ही डिड हैव अ पर्सनालिटी डिसऑर्डर कई बार मैं सो ही नहीं सका ऑल द ट्रैफिकर्स दैट आई हैव सीन दे आर कॉमन पीपल लाइक यू एंड मी शी सेड कंदा तू दे बटा पुत्र तू इफ यू टॉक अबाउट ह्यूमन ट्रैफिकिंग इट्स अ बिलियन डॉलर बिजनेस देयर वाज अ लॉट ऑफ वायलेंस अ लॉट ऑफ एग्रेशन बड़े-बड़े पुल बना दोगे उनसे ह्यूमैनिटी तो नहीं बनने वाली and welcome to whips and chains hello there and welcome to whips and chains the show where we create a safe space to talk about the difficult issues that society asks us to shush today i am really excited to have with me my dear friend pallavi ghosh who has been working in a very difficult field of rescuing victims of trafficking mostly girls but also women young boys young children and all kinds of people from vulnerable sections of society now pallavi has been working in this field for 12 years she has seen a whole lot of um, experiences she has had uh, encounters with all sections of society so she's seen the good bad and the ugly but what she does not really present to the world or does not ever get the chance to talk about is the huge toll that it takes on her as a young woman a professional a wife and just a very big large hearted person trying to do her best every day So with great love I welcome you Pallavi to my show and thank you so much I know you're very busy and it's taken a lot out of you to come here so thanks a lot for being here and welcome No thank you so much for calling me actually uh, generally people call me to talk about the subject of human trafficking or maybe like how many people I have rescued what are the kind of cases I have dealt with uh which are the places from where trafficking happens which are the destinations so it's all about what i do yes. so it's it's never about me like what i feel what is going on in my uh, mind what about my personal life what about the sacrifices i have made so i am grateful to you for calling <laughs> me 
All right, so let's just get directly into it. Now, this is such a huge area that, you know, we all grew up, uh, you know, hearing these horror stories of human trafficking and what really happens to, you know, vulnerable people. But what really inspired you? What was your story like that inspired you to not only get into it, but at such a granular level, give your whole life to it? So it was not something that just happened in a day. So it was uh, like 20, 20 years, 20, 21 years back. So I was very small. I was around 12 when I had gone for a vacation in West Bengal. And one fine day I had gone uh, to spend seven days in a village. And there, uh, while I was roaming near the you know village pond, there's this man who comes running and he starts shouting in Bengali that his daughter is missing. And he keeps coming to me, like, like he keeps coming to me again and again and telling me that his daughter is of my age. And I was 12, I don't know. I'm like, it did not bother me initially. But then later he told me that, you know, uh, if uh, you were missing and if your father was searching for you, how would you have felt? And he told me that in Bengali and my father was posted in Kanpur. Like I was staying yeah. far away from my father. I don't know what hit me. I'm like, because I come from a very small railway town in Assam and uh, where everybody knows everybody. Like even if I go now, like everybody will ask me, when did you come? When will you leave? So for me, it was very surprising that that village consisted of hardly thousand people. Yeah. And it was surprising that, you know, there is only one entry and one exit. So how is it possible that nobody knows where this girl has gone? I and everyone in the village was looking at me when I started asking them in a very yeah. like normal way. Yeah. Like, did you see this girl? And it was daylight. Like it was it was five, six in the morning. And, you know, in Eastern yeah. India, it's that. Yeah. So I was surprised. I talked to around 30 to 40 people that time. And. Nobody knew. Everybody was telling in Bengali, Janina means I don't know. I yes. don't know. And it continued for two, three days. And then I started asking this man, did you go to the police station? And he's like, yeah, I went to the police station. The police said that they will find my daughter. And then this, then the police said that, you know, she must be somewhere in the relatives. You know, four days in that village, I don't know what happened to me. I couldn't sleep. I came back, I took that man's name, the village name, phone number, of course, mobile was not there. I came to Kolkata. I did not, I'm a very extroverted person, but I did not tell about this incident to anybody. I just came back to Kolkata and then, you know, one after another, things just happened organically. Like, and I never thought that I'll become an, become an anti-trafficking activist. It just happened. I came back, I started talking to people, tried to, tried to find out what happens to missing children. And then I started going to multiple places where I saw where there are riots, there are conflicts, children getting, children becoming armed soldiers. They are brainwashed, I saw that. And then there were incidents where uh, I started seeing in railway stations, uh, like my hometown is basically a place where most people speak in Bengali or Assamese. I started seeing people speaking uh, Haryanvi, Hindi. Okay. Uh, Hindi from Rajasthan. So Hindi you were from curious. UP. I'm like, how is it possible? Like, because I'm talking to you, like, around 15 years back. How is it possible? And then this was, like, this kind of intrigued me. What happened? And then when I started talking to me, they were, like, they've come here for livelihood. I'm, like, what kind of livelihood? And they were, like, no, we were told that we'll come for livelihood. That time also I was not clear that something like this is happening. 
and then when i came to college that is when it was like that is when it like it, it was the biggest encounter when i was talking in bengali to with my mother uh, and i had some girls and then they were telling me that you know the you are which language are you speaking in i was like my mother tongue and then they were like you know we have so many women in our village talking in this language wow and i am like how is that possible i'm like how is that possible uh, because i come from far northeast and i used to take a train that point of time uh, because the place where i come from i had to go to guwahati to take a flight so used to take a train which used to take us two and a half days to come to delhi i'm like right. how come people from there are here and then i requested that girl to take me to villages and she was like no no she was very scared but somehow i pulled out strings and i went to one village and there i see women uh, their heads were covered this much they had kids and then i start talking in hindi with them and everybody is like talk in the language and i was like i was reluctant because their dress and their body yeah. language made me feel that they were from that place and when i started talking in Bang- bengali the lady started howling and i was shocked so what is the typical modus operandi that exists for these girls to come like who gets them how much are they sold for who buys them see the thing is that uh, if you talk about human trafficking it's a billion dollar business uh, because unlike arms trafficking or drugs trafficking in human traf- in human trafficking an individual can be sold like innumerable times there is no figure like you can you can sell a person again and again and again so the people who are trafficked are mostly from very vulnerable communities from uh, places where there is a lot of poverty unemployment uh, what you call illiteracy climate change a uh, lot of vulnerability in the family like violence in the family father is an alcoholic father is a drug addict or maybe the father is not alive or the mother is like not there in the family so any kind of vulnerabilities and the modus so there are different kinds of modus operandi like earlier when i started working it was all about you know you getting wrong numbers in your phone and then you disconnecting the phone for 3 4 days and then later people you know uh, somehow the person who is making a wrong wrong number call is trying to dupe you like yeah so that was there and then it was all about meeting you in the fair and then you know making eye contact with you and understanding that you are vulnerable then uh, later it was all about you know noticing you in the railway station just figuring out that you know by chance your mo- mom and dad has left his or her hand and then you are out in the train or in the you know railway stations or you are maybe you are an abandoned child you are homeless you are a runaway child so this was earlier but right now it's all about social media with facebook people are getting uh, you know influenced or trapped with discord with slack with instagram so you so mean social media is being used to groom children to run away from yes, their homes yes 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 and these could be children from very any co- very good homes also right yes 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 so it could be like the parents are divorced or they are working and they are not uh, being able to look at their child enough in fact you've uh, yeah, you yeah, know, spoken re- uh, about right now we have yeah. cases of children whose parents are working in very big mncs parents who are you know into civil services parents who are really like they have uh, like bmw or mercedes their children are missing their children are trafficked uh, it is just that you know parents are giving everything to their children like you know all expensive they have cars they have all accessories everything but there is no communication with the child and the child is looking for that affection and love outside and there is this new trend that's coming where people are sending a friend request 
and they are making making it a habit to talk to the child every day by asking how you are doing uh, did you have food good morning how was your day like basically that emotional the connect parent, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah and that is where the child is looking for that kind of an involvement and after a point of time the attachment gets so strong that this person tells the child you know you come here we will meet and then i'll take you for a ride or coffee basically the child is looking for time and, and that is yeah so that is what this person is giving and that's how trafficking has increased enormously so um so these kind of children i mean I, i'm sorry to ask such a horrendous question but what is the minimum cost to buy such a person and how how much can the stakes go up See, it depends. Like for example, it uh, uh, it is forty, fifty thousand, thousand, thousand. Uh, for uh, for children from uh, very elite families, uh, the rates can be one lakh or something. But then most of the elite families, children are found out. We find them. Yeah. Because of the pressure, like there is so much of uproar that they create after the FIR and everything, and there is so much of pressure. So eventually, we find out the children. but when it comes to vulnerable communities we we are not able to, like out of the 1000 uh, trafficked cases you might be able to track only one or two or three that also depends on the kind of networking coordination information uh, the last call the call made the suspicion you have on somebody the kind of people you have tracked down or you know you have kept in custody so that's how it is but it's generally 40 50000 like it may increase oh also my. so um Pallavi, this this kind of work that you uh, do, and you know the kind of dedication that you have, the hours that you put in. You are a married woman. You have you know your own family. You have an elderly mother. How? What kind of support and what kind of feedback do they give you about the work you do? See, my husband has been very supportive, but uh, but I right now the situation is like that. I after every fifteen days I start getting into this guilt feeling that you know I'm I might be taking my husband too much for granted because how much ever we say that uh, our country is uh, the concept of gender equality, but I think the kind of marriage I am in generally it doesn't happen because. husbands are generally like you have to be at home you have to be at home i am not at home for months the last time i went home after 60 days it was very challenging for me but then somewhere i feel like i'm taking too much of advantage of him because in the sense because he's like his it's like it's my passion of course but then it's difficult for my family because in the sense that the kind of work that i go it it comes with a lot of threats and it comes it, it yeah threats challenges dangers on top of that i'm always sick like 60 days of working outside and i am completely in a position of collapse and that's when i go home so every time it's like i go home to recover and then i when i recover when i'm out so it's like it is not my family's responsibility you know to, to you know fix you to, all the uh, time. to fix me all the time so now my husband is telling me we are ready to fix you but the thing is that every time you get sick and things just don't change the situation just do, don't change you keep waiting and waiting and waiting and then it's very difficult to work my mother is of course uh, my mother uh, people uh, when i started working in this uh, people used to tell my mother like what kind of she studied from a very good college what nonsense is she doing uh, what are these things stuck in her clothes and what nonsense she is doing she is going to a bad place and this kinds of comments then my mother just had one thing to say that if i tell her to stop will she stop because after a point of time it became so irritating for my mother that every time people used to come and ask my mother why is she allowing me how much i am getting paid so it's difficult for my mother but i think now my mother is like uh, you know 
she doesn't say anything she just says that you know sh- you need to take care of yourself because now the things have become it has escalated a lot because i'm talking a lot out in the open uh, of course uh, my rescue operations i don't reveal about my rescue operations because i have seen how survivors and victims have been harrowed like what happened to you like how media has actually asked them questions like the kind of uh, trauma or atrocities they have gone through so it is difficult but then you know you keep managing but i would say that you know right now i'm at a phase where you know i feel you know i've done a lot it's too much like 12 years of extensive working in this so i feel it is time for me to take like a little bit Break. of you know yeah time if not 30 out. days i can't it, it i can't because my mental health is affecting now because you know yeah, when you are on the work doing seeing that kind of violence that's a different thing but when you read it Yes. When you read it your own interviews when you see your own interviews and you are like okay I did this like yeah. it is like you are asking okay, I did you, this yeah. I actually did this and you have videos of that yeah. and then you are like it become it, it it takes a real toll on your mental health yeah in fact you were also telling me once that um you know when you are not working and people send you videos because they think that they want you to intervene there or whatever and they send you really graphic content and you were saying that i wish they they could understand mm. that you know what a toll it takes on me to see all this content all the time mm. so tell me a little bit about that the kind of sensitivity that you think is required in not only the media because media is just one aspect now social media right because social media is open to everyone what is the right way that they should approach you or anyone else about it which also keeps in mind your you know sensitivities see the problem with social media is you know if you took if you look at the whole uh, like uh, area of human trafficking i personally feel you know all of us just focus on rescues and i personally think after working like for like 20 years of initially research and now there's no point of rescue if you're not going to do something about it like whether it is Long about term. rehabilitation or whether whether it is about empowering the person or whether it is about giving financial independence to the person everywhere it's just about numbers like yeah. how many you have rescued the problem with people is that they just don't understand everybody has cameras phone cameras right they just click videos click photos and post it they just don't understand that there is something known as you know some boundaries that they ne- need to follow the kind of content some people send me my instagram i have never been a social media person i just share basically my work so uh, my instagram my email my facebook messenger it's horrific the kind of graphics they send me the violent graphics that they send me the kind of graphics they sent me in terms of the violence that happens with the girl or the child it is just so triggering on top of this there is nothing just the graphics they don't send where they are sending it from they are not sending which is the any place details. any details so how to intervene and on top of that it is just random messages like and the biggest problem is you know treating me like a god oh come on please understand i am not a god i can't and i don't know in which video of mine did i say that i'll i work in uh, like i work in everything everywhere i've said that i work in human trafficking against human trafficking and i work in against modern slavery i have never said that i work in violence against women because see all these are very big fields i might be Absolutely. working in 1% of it so right. and i don't blame the people also because they are so helpless they just reach out to me and the problem is that the cases that you hear 
it's like i i don't know it's heart wrenching the kind of exploitation that happens in their own families for years by their own you know relatives, relatives. own family members and when i tell them when they tell me and when i tell them go and do a police case they were like no we can't do a police case police will not help us then i tell them you know even if i want to intervene i can't because without, without police because how much ever big activist i am it doesn't matter yeah police has to intervene so that is where it is a challenge so i think one thing i would request like to request everybody is that you know sensitivity just doesn't come by talking you start talking about it in your own family start teaching your children about what is good touch what is bad touch which are the boundaries that you know even siblings should have so i think all that thing you know is not taught to us and most of us do not even understand that this is wrong up to a certain age so i think from that is where from the problem happens and i think we should be a little bit mindful when you are clicking pictures none of us are man- mindful we just randomly click pictures we just randomly post i have started requesting people in my videos that please i beg of you don't post pictures about your victim, children yeah. of yeah. your children also along with victims because you know people just post pictures of their children with the place location and i have ge- i'm started getting so much of complaints of children missing good looking children missing so how do you find out because social media you are putting everything all out in the social media and you know you don't know Wha- where it goes yeah and once it is out in the open you don't know you might be attending a call your child must just be walking on the road you don't know is picking up your child and now it is it's so easy to lure your children by just giving a chocolate or maybe so i think it 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 is i'm not saying everybody is bad yeah. the bo- world out there is very bad be very mindful of who is coming to your house i think of my experience i have seen 95% of the crimes that happen is done by people known to us that's what i have personally seen but uh, palabi also i think there is a um, culture of silence isn't it that society at large perpetuates in fact you were also telling me that um, you know this whole thing of when a complaint is made in the police thana then there is also the thing that it's not taken seriously and it's always always looked at as a gharelu mamla and things like that so it's i think one of the reasons that you are drawing so much attention is because you uh, come from a very heart centered space you're talking about things very openly not only in terms of the human trafficking the rescue bit that you do but also in terms of what is wrong what is problematic and what is this culture of of uh, you know silence around it like i know that at least in our generation when we were growing up um you know sexual abuse and all this thing they, it was completely covered up human trafficking i don't it was known but never ever talked about so for someone you know outspoken like you to actually take on the whole system speak about it and actually you know create a space like a pathway ki aise nahi bolna hai nahi bol you know ye karo ye nahi karo is very very topical and relevant today right so um tell me a little bit more about your understanding from a psychological perspective on what is the profile of a perpetrator who who is the trafficker what is his story what is the story of violence and profiteering from violence what is that person all the traffickers that i have seen all my life they are common people like you and me 
you cannot uh, you cannot even uh, figure it out that the person is a trafficker because the trafficker is like roaming around sitting within us i have seen it the surprising thing is that the survivor or the victim has to always be in fear once they are, uh, go back while the trafficker is roaming normally as if nothing has happened and he's trafficking more girls that's what i've seen like in my experience and the main challenge is that most of the traffickers are people who are relatives of the survivor and in most cases they are not even if they file a complaint after a point of time they don't even come to the court for deposition and the reason is that you know their families tell them you know now you are rescued now if you tell the court that this person has trafficked you then his family will break and uh, his wife is pregnant i have seen like his wife is pregnant i have seen a case where this girl was trafficked and then she was rescued and then uh, her aunt had trafficked her and when she was rescued she had said that the aunt had trafficked her and when the uh, case went for trial she didn't come she just didn't come for months and months and months and then the aunt went scot free and then when we asked her and then she's like my family told that ab to tum matlab nikal gayi ho like you ab to bach gayi ho aunt ka family kharab ho jayega my question is that now the same aunt will traffic another, another 20 people then tum bach gayi ho un 20 ko how will we rescue that is where my anger lies now this is one and then again this person was raped in the village by uh, some uh, aunt some relative there also they did not report it for a year and after a year they are coming and telling me that she was she was raped for a for a year i was like why didn't you tell me badnami what badnami for what yeah. my problem is that see whenever a woman is raped or whenever a man is raped we always say that she was raped he was raped who is the rapist no our Who narrative it? should change it should be like they raped her or he raped her we are putting blame on somebody who is suffering who is, yeah who is herself deprived or suffering so the way people look at the survivors i'll tell you in the village as if they have they are some you know criminals, the criminals they have some but they are the vulnerable one like for example just imagine the places from where these people come wahan pe if i am also there you never know i might also be trafficked there are just water and cotton field there are rivers with crocodiles there is no food there is flood people struggle to have food clothing shelter now i have to understand the trafficker psychology the trafficker are people who come from same households some of the traffickers with whom i did not directly interact but you know during police interrogation i was there i questioned them and for me i always talk to everyone i just don't talk to the victim and the survivor because i want to know the psyche behind trafficking why are you trafficking somebody matlab how can you be so heinous ki you are trafficking somebody as a commodity matlab tum aate dal chawal ke bhav matlab logo ko bech rahe ho and then i get to know that you know the trafficker comes from extreme violence matlab his mother was continuously raped by his father his sister was beaten by the father the the entire village might have raped the mother like this kind of you know atrocities Stories. that the trafficker saw he saw only violence he didn't see anything which is positive which is non violent so when you become a criminal see nobody is a born criminal that I, that's what i realized people become crimi- i'm not saying about 
other people's experience i'm just talking about my experience individual experience whenever people cri- commit a crime there are multiple reasons for fraud it the conditioning the circle they belong to the peer like there are the demography the kind of poverty he has seen so it's like all these things you know all these thing contribute for you to become a criminal and with trafficker what happen they feel that ek ko traffic kiya itna paisa mila aur panch ko traffic karenge itna paisa milega because ultimately most of the time wo trafficker jisne becha usne violence nahi dekha so might he might have talked to you he might have told you to come to this place he might have picked you up and sold you in delhi just sold you he did not see what that girl is going through that violence he is not seeing because of aftermath hai so you know somewhere usko lagta hai ki maine to nahi dekha to mujhe to lag nahi raha hai bas maine rakh diya usko so i think it comes from extreme in human attitude ki aapko fark hi nahi padta aapne to dekha nahi hai to it's kind of jo maine nahi dekha to mujhe to fark nahi pad raha hai to main karta hu so kind of that thing but you know trafficker are traffickers are common people like you and me you will never be able to find out that the tra- the trafficker is not someone a lot of people ask me kaise dikhte hai main bolta aap aapke aur mere jaise hi dikhte hai normally dikhte hai hamare sath hi khana khate hai but aapko feel nahi hoga i have gone to villages some of the villages i have seen traffickers i know they are traffickers but my hands are tied main kya karu because unfortunately the judiciary in india is witness based aapko witness proof karna padega like they say you know there is this big saying no ki matlab person jisne crime nahi kiya hai वो उसको सजा नहीं होना चाहिए भले ही सौ क्रिमिनल्स वो हो जाए सो आई थिंक इट इज़ ऑल्सो अबाउट अ लॉट ऑफ विटनेस और विटनेस नहीं साबित हो पाता फॉर मल्टीपल रीजन्स एंड वॉट अबाउट वॉट हैपन्स टू द सर्वाइवर्स और द पीपल यू मैनेज टू रेस्क्यू एंड सेंड दम बैक वॉट हैपन्स टू देर लाइफ सी डिपेंड्स वॉट हैपन्स टू देर लाइफ बिकॉज यू नो इट इज डिफरेंट फ्राम एवरी वन हैज़ डिफरेंट एक्सपीरियंसिस लाइक the survivors i rescued now the survivors i rescued earlier uh, used to be medically examined they used to be produced before child welfare committees and then they were sent to shelter homes and then there was to be there used to be home investigation report after that they were they used to be restored to their homes where the kind of uh, mental torture was enormous because the stigma and the taboo right. gande jagah se aayi ho galat kaam karke aayi ho 24 hours a living death families take them but, but then take torture in, them ha taking them and accepting family doesn't torture them but you know ye jo baatein sunana bar bar ha stigma to ye hota tha but with now with my with the survivors that i rescue now my objective is not just working on them working on the community logo ke mentality ko change karna so that is a prime thing that i focus on along with that you know rehabilitation when you talk about trying to give them financial independence ensuring that you know they become uh, so like fearless that wo bole ha hamari taskari hui hai to kya hamari to galti nahi thi but giving them a voice ki bhai aapki galti nahi hai aapke sath rape hua to kya hua aapki to galti nahi hai so you know that is that approach i have started doing since the last 5 6 years my focus has been primarily i don't even like to call them victims don't even like to call them survivors for years i don't want to call them survivors they were survivors don't have fought now they are like you and me like it can happen to anybody so i think that is very important because when the survivors at, are at home it's a mess the families just want to get them married shaadi karwa dete hain jiske sath shaadi hoti hai usko batate nahi hai ki iski taskari hui hai pati ko pata chal jata hai jab tab tak uske do bacche ho jate hain ab pati usko chhod deta hai ab wo double triple vulnerable pehle wakili thi ab uske paas do bacche she is not educated 
जहाँ पे हो रही है आई टेल यू सम ऑफ माई सर्वाइवर्स गेट टेन रुपीज पर डे सारी में वो जो क्या बोलते हैं दे पुट दो बिंदीज लाइक काच का बिंदीज एंड ऑल दैट दस रुपये मिलते हैं कैन यू बिलीव इट टेन रुपीज एक सर्वाइवर है उसको तीन दिन का पचहत्तर या अस्सी रुपये मिलते हैं एंड वेन आई टेल दिस टू द वर्ल्ड दे डोंट बिलीव आई टोल द मेरे साथ चलो कम टू मी आई विल शो यू दैट ऑन टॉप ऑफ दैट उसका एक बच्चा है उसका दूसरा भी बच्चा है हस्बैंड ने उसको छोड़ दिया है क्योंकि उसको पता चल गया कि शी वॉज रेस्क्यूड फ्राम दिस काइंड ऑफ अ थिंग लाइक और अब ही इज़ लिविंग विथ अनदर पर्सन शी इज़ लिविंग इन अ हाउस हुच इज़ बेसिकली मेड ऑफ टर्पोलिन जो कभी भी गिर जाएगा एंड इमेजिन द वालेबिलिटी दोनों साइड में पॉन्ड है उसका घर है बीच में एक का मतलब कच्चा रास्ता है एंड दैट्स वॉट दैट इज़ हर लाइफ इमेजिन पीपल आर पेइंग अर टेन रुपीज एंड वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट मिनिमम वेज इन आवर कंट्री एंड दिस इज एक्चुअली हैपनिंग इफ एनी बडी टेल्स मी आई टेल दैम आई कैन गिव यू द लोकेशन बट यू कैन कम विथ मी बिकॉज वेन आई गिव द लोकेशन दे आर मच मोर दे आर मोर वालेबल एंड यू डोंट नो वट विल हैपन टू दैम सो दैट्स वाई आई डोंट डाइवर्स द लोकेशन एवर बट पल भी यू नो लॉन्ग टर्म दिस काइंड ऑफ रियली इंटेंसिव इन्वॉल्वमेंट इन द लाइफ ऑफ सो मैनी पीपल एंड सो मैनी दिस थिंग इट कांट बी डन जस्ट बाई यू राइट सो यू स्टार्टड ऑफ एक्चुअली वर्किंग विद इन एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन स्ट्रक्चर एंड देन फॉर डिफरेंट रीजन्स यू ब्रोक अवे बिकॉज यू फेल्ट दैट यू आर बेटर ऑफ ऑन योर ओन what is the best way to work in a way that you do not burn yourself out because right now you are single handedly you know managing so many things you're talking about it you're actually doing the rescue thing you're connecting the dots you're looking at rehab you know you're also you know running a shelter home which you're trying to make sustainable how can one person do so much i think it is like you know uh, taking breaks and all and i feel uh it's very important that you know you for me it happened organically like until 2021 nobody knew also the work that i am doing until 2023 i did not even tell people what inspired me to become an anti trafficking activist 2023 was the first time that i said ki main jab 12 saal ki thi tab aisa hua tha i yes. i didn't want I, I that was one of the first uh, people you uh, told uh, because I was someone who always wanted to be away from media because I was like this media thing if it gets into your head no it's it's too yes. much not just about it just it's all about media 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 and that's something I so all huh, so I just wanted to be away from it if somebody is inspired and wants to do something I personally feel is that you have to be really passionate about it because if you are mechanical about it agar aapko lag raha hai ki ये तो ये तो ऐसे ही हो जाएगा ऐसे नहीं होता है इट इट ऐसे नहीं होता है एंड यू कैन नॉट वर्क बिकॉज इफ़ योर हार्ट इज़ नॉट विथ इट यू कैन नॉट बिकॉज मतलब मैं देखती हूँ ना आई सीन अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल वर्किंग विथ मी बहुत लोग आए बहुत लोग गए बहुत लोगों को बहुत कुछ करना था बट दे कूडेंट बिकॉज द थिंग इज़ दैट दे डिड नॉट वॉन्ट टू लीव विद द कम्यूनिटी आपको कम्यूनिटी के साथ रहना पड़ेगा आप एक दिन कम्युनिटी में जाएंगे और सोचेंगे कम्युनिटी आपको सब कुछ बताए इट टुक मी इयर्स यू यू कांट बिलीव द कम्युनिटी टू शट माय फेस मतलब दरवाज़ा बंद कर देते थे जब मैं बोलती थी अवेयरनेस करूंगी आई वांट टू डू अवेयरनेस विथ यू दे वर लाइक अवेयरनेस से क्या होगा uh, हमको तो भूख लगता है बंधुआ मजदूर है राइट डेली वेज लेबर है नो वुड नो नो वर्क नो पे इट टुक मी ईयर्स जात के जाके समझाना फिर आई 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 स्टिल रिमेंबर आई यूज टू एक्चुअली स्पॉन्सर देर फूड 
ये बोल देती थी कि आपको दोपहर का खाना मिलेगा जस्ट आओ जस्ट सुनो मुझे जो कहना है एंड यू हैव टू बी कंसिस्टेंट तभी यू कैन डू एंड वन थिंग इज़ दैट स्टार्ट कंपार्टमेंटलाइजिंग विच आई हैव नॉट डन सो माई एडवाइस इज दैट कंपार्टमेंटलाइज करो जब आप प्रिवेंशन में कर रहे हो तो करो लेकिन तीनों में काम करना पॉसिबल नहीं है बिकॉज मे बी बिकॉज आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग फ्रॉम सो यंग सो दैट्स द रीज़न आई मीन माई अर्ली थर्टीज आई एम स्टिल एबल टू डू इट बट आई थिंक पीपल हु वर्क इन दिस सेक्टर दे शुड चूज वन थिंग मतलब यू कैन से बाय गुड लक और बैड लक आई एम डूइंग थ्री ऑफ द थिंग्स नाउ मल्टीपल थिंग्स बट आई थिंक पीपल हु वॉन्ट टू स्टार्ट ऑफ दे और हु इज़ इंस्पायर्ड ट्राई टू डू वन थिंग डोंट गो इन टू रेस्क्यू वर्क रेस्क्यू वर्क इज़ नॉट जंगल सफारी आई टेल एवरीबडी हर दूसरे दिन मेरे को फिफ्टी टू सिक्सटी मैसेजेज आते हैं इंस्टाग्राम में मैम हमको रेस्क्यू में जाना है हमको रेस्क्यू में जाना है रेस्क्यू इज़ नॉट ईजी कपड़े फट जाते हैं आपको अटैक हो जाता है पीपल विल पुट ब्लेड ऑन यू मिर्ची पीपल विल थ्रो चिली पाउडर ऑन यू यू विल बी थ्रेटेंड एवरीवेयर यू विल बी फॉलोड यू विल बी स्टॉक्ड योर फैमिली विल बी थ्रेटेंड यू विल बी पीपल विल ट्राई देर हंड्रेड वेज टू ब्राइब यू बहुत डिफिकल्ट है उस चीज़ में ना गिर जाना द वे पीप द वे यू विल बी ब्राइब्ड एंड इट विल लुक सो अपीलिंग टू यू मतलब उस ब्राइब उस ब्राइब में फंस ना जाना भी एक बहुत बड़ा वो है सो आई थिंक चूज वन थिंग तीनों चीज़ करने की जरूरत नहीं है आपको चूज वन थिंग एंड ऑल्सो अनदर एस्पेक्ट आई वॉन्ट टू आस्क यू अबाउट बिकॉज यू मैंशन इट टू मी इज दैट you said that when you started working for an organization the organization was only paying you a fixed amount of money mm. right but looking after your safety caring for whether you had eaten or not uh, looking after where you actually stay it was the cops and the police who actually helped you so even though um, you know they are always criticized as you know being corrupt and you know the sort of you know police are so corrupt and they can be bribed and all that who actually helped you looked after you and were your friends and therefore you have made so yeah. tell me a little bit about that see i tell you honestly i am alive here right now because of police i know they are corrupt i know they don't file complaints i know they tell people get out complain nahi register karenge but you know every time they have their they have been there for my security ladki to mujhe dhoondni hai so i would never say that you know police has not supported me the reason is that whenever you go to any rescue operation it is the law enforcement that has to accompany you how much ever bigger big activist you are how much ever big ngo it is or a cbo or whoever it is police ke bina aap ja nahi sakte because you are not authorized first second is that i think it depends on how you deal with them my approach with them has always been very sweet like whenever i have gone anywhere with them i have always asked and how are you how are you how is your children did you get sleep you know i think that is what you know made them feel yes, that you know you. actually ye hame thoda gande nazar se nahi dikhte ye hame like right now i am telling you uh, i am going uh, for a lot of uh, like uh, sessions with police and the police is like aap aa jaiye bete aap aa jaiye madam aap aa jaiye aap hamare yahan pe reh lena क्या दिक्कत है सो आई थिंक यू नो देर इज गुड एंड बैड इन एवरी फील्ड अगेन दैट्स माई एक्सपीरियंस क्योंकि मुझे हमेशा ना दे हैव टेकन केयर ऑफ मी आई टेल यू पोस्ट टू थाउजेंड वेन आई वेंट फॉर ऑल रेस्क्यू ऑपरेशन दे टू ड्रॉप मी लिटरली दे टू आफ्टर द ट्रेनिंग दे टू ड्रॉप मी वो मैं जो काउंसिलिंग भी करती थी ना उसके लिए भी वो मुझे पैसे देते थे कि आप इतने दूर से आए हो जितना पैसा देना होता था उससे ज़्यादा ही देते थे आई एम नॉट लाइंग एंड देवर लाइक दे टू ड्रॉप मी टिल द प्ले मेट्रो स्टेशन एंड दे टू वेट 
जब मैं घर पहुँचूंगी मैं कॉल उनको करूँगी लाइक दिस आर द वेज दे हैव टेकन केयर बार बार आके आस्किंग हैव यू हैड टी डिड यू गेट स्लीप डिड यू टेक बाथ एंड दे हैव रियली डन इट आई हैव नो रीजन टू लाई सो आई पर्सनली थिंक दैट दैट काइंड ऑफ ग्रेटिट्यूड यू शुड स्टार्ट गिविंग दैम बिकॉज यू नो आई पर्सनली आई फील द रीजन दैट पुलिस इज करप्ट वट एवर इट्स बिकॉज यू नो दे आर ओवर वर्कड दे आर दे द पे इज लेस uh the number of police personnel are less understaffed the stress is very stress very is high more. just like just i feel like i have seen them standing under sun for entire day to dimag kiska sahi rahega type i am not saying i am not saying that police is not bad i am not saying that of course there are good and bad in every place but a lot of people ask me that a police ke police ko galat kyu nahi kehte i am not आई एम आई कैन जस्ट से माई एक्सपीरियंस मेरा अनुभव भी मैं कह सकती हूँ मैं दूसरों का अनुभव नहीं कह सकती मेरे अनुभव में भी मेरे को रूड लोग मिले हैं मेरे अनुभव में मेरे को वो मिले हैं लेकिन वेन एवर आई हैव गॉट समबडी रूड नो मैंने उनसे जब बात करके उनको समझाने की कोशिश की है ना देव अंडरस्टूड देव अंडरस्टूड एंड देन आई एम लाइक मैं ऐसे बोलती हूँ कि सर अगर आपकी बच्ची होती तो हम नहीं ढूंढने जाते हाँ हाँ झूठने जाते तो आई थिंक दैट पार्ट पार्ट दैट पार्ट यू हैव टू कैच यू हैव टू गिव दैम रेस्पेक्ट then you get respect and it has really helped me main jab bhi jaati hu kisi thane mein and one thing good in me i won't like to i do i never yeah. appreciate myself is chahe wo koi ips ho chahe wo constable ho i treat them, treat them equally the same. i treat them equally i give them the same respect the way they call me madam i'm like please don't call me madam like wo niche baithe hai to main bhi i think this has helped me really like constables have really helped me so pallavi the other thing i want to ask you about is um this whole thing on counseling victims right because the first uh instance when you rescue someone so the first person they turn to for help is you and i know you've told me that you don't consider yourself a counselor but i think your unique um set of skills combined with your passion and your experience puts you in that position where inevitably you seem to be the most trustworthy person around for the victim how do you handle that what are the things that you tell them or you ensure at that that time i never ask them what they went through pehle to itna pata nahi tha because i myself was a kid when i started working as 22 23 i'm like i never ask them what they went through the first time but the first thing that i do when i rescue them is like what do they want do they want to drink water do they want to take bear, bath do they want to sleep what do they want to do and basic information like what is what is their name what is their father's name what is their uh, village name all that and they tell me they tell me i you allow them to speak and open up on their own uh, i don't because you know i am also doing the same na kit kya hua kitni baar hua kisne kiya and i personally don't feel that i am a counselor because you know counseling needs a specific degree a lot of us mix counseling with information hum jo karte hain na hum unse information lete hain aur usko hum bolte hain humne counseling ki counseling is not that counseling is you know making that person comfortable so that he or she is in a position to share all the pain counseling is not judging a person agar koi aapko aap uski aap bhi thi bata rahe hai to aap nahi bologe ki tumne kuch kyun nahi kiya counseling is all about listening right you listen mm-hmm. and listen but right. most people just ask a question and that makes the person nervous so i give the space to the person to tell i generally whenever like uh, the last uh, t- after i 
started working by myself, I've ensured that there are outside counselors who talk to the girls. I don't talk to the girls because I think I'm not, uh, like, I'm not uh, eligible or authorized to talk to the girls. Also, I feel, you know, if you're not a counselor, there's this constant feeling of judging. Just like some girls say, we don't have a case. So, why don't we have a case? Why don't we have a case? You are not in that person's position. Why can't you say that? Why are you hostile? Why didn't you say that he did that with you? So, you know, we have this constant thing of asking the question. We are not in that person's shoes. That child or that woman or that woman doesn't want to do the case. FIR will be charged with the FIR. There will be a big story behind that. They don't want to know. So it is very easy to accuse people. So I used to, at one point of time, I used to be very, I mean, like too much of activism. That you have filed the FIR, why don't you go to court? Why don't you change the statement? Right now, I think in the last five, six years, I've also evolved as a person. I realized that, you know, everything is not black and white. It's also gray. And there are three there are three sides to a story. One is your, one is that person, and one is the truth. So you have no right to impose. If a child doesn't want to do a case, that's the child's choice. If a child doesn't want to file a complaint, that's a child's choice. You have to give time to the child. I think a lot of times we just bombard the child with so much of questions and all this which the child just can't handle. So uh, if there is a person being groomed, I'm just asking you uh, about a certain message that you might want children or vulnerable people or people using social media who might be getting groomed or who might be getting a, the wrong kind of attention. What are the things that they should know about or stay away from? I think the first thing is that, you know, have kids. It's your choice. But having kids and taking care of the kids maybe that is the reason I've been married for, I will, it will be the fifth year of my marriage. I have not yet had kids. That's the main reason because I feel that bachcha paida karna bahut asaan hai, bachcha ko paalna bahut mushkil hai. Because the world is not like the way it was earlier. Uh, we had grandmothers, grandfathers, mothers, fathers take care. Now it's all families are nuclear. And you can't keep a track of what your child is doing. Things have become uh, like very difficult. I see all around me children with their phones 24-7. You don't know what the child is looking at. You don't know the, whenever the child is playing on phones, there are the soft phones coming. So yes. it, is, it, it is very difficult to keep a track on your child. And, and you know, half of us, I think half of us, look, at least 80% of us, uh, think that you know just giving material things to our child is where it ends no nothing can compensate your love and affection for your child that's one thing and this whole concept of branding the kind of clothes that you make your child wear the kind of shoes that you make your child wear that is not what your child is looking into because i am telling it because i've seen it around me putting your child in international schools if you can afford it please do it but if you can't afford it don't do it just because your friends are doing it your relatives are doing it because from your childhood you are putting a com comparison between your children and then children are also falling into it and i have personally seen so many complaints to me where parents are saying that the children don't talk the children have started talking very late the children's uh, they don't have concentration the children are addicted to social media. The, mo the morning they get up in the morning, the first thing they look for is the mobile. So I think I would request everybody 
to please be a little bit alert with your children to please see what your child is doing don't stop them again be friends with them if your child is a boyfriend girlfriend talk, be very fine with it mm. uh, like i think it's all about being friendly talk to your children about issues like sex education reproduction menstruation tell them if somebody has abused them it's okay like what i have started doing is that whenever i go and do sessions with very small children the first thing i tell tell them that is i have been abused and i have been abused i normalize the conversation and i see boys coming up to me and telling me didi mera abuse hua tha madam hamara abuse hua tha so i think normalizing conversations like this i think that is very helpful and also who is your friends of your child where are the places your children is going be very mindful about it because i i have started getting cases of children being in pgs where some other pg mate has an iphone and this person doesn't has have an iphone and you know this person made this person contact somebody in Else. social media yes. and then this girl is missing so you know it's yes. very difficult so i think ye bhi bahut dhyan rakhna bahut zaruri hai and uh, main thing is you know i think we all have to be a little bit grounded because uh, you know all this money and everything these are are really short lived when uh, you are not grounded when you just start see there is no end to the demand there is no end to chaah ka na koi khatam nahi hai like aaj ye chahiye to kal wo chahiye it is endless right. so i think we should understand that where does it end where does it end because i've seen kids i've seen kids in bangalore i've seen my uh, kids with whom i interact matlab the way they talk to me they were like uh, you have a smart watch you have a smartphone and these kids are like 5 uh, year old 6 year old i'm like kahan se bachche because i also had a childhood right. so i think it's very important that parents understand this because ho raha hai crime ho raha hai depression se logo ki trafficking ho rahi hai domestic violence se logo ki trafficking ho rahi hai i think फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल कीप योर ओन हाउस सेफ मैं ये नहीं बोल रही हूँ कि बिकम एन एक्टिविस्ट लाइक मी बिकम ए सोशल वर्कर नो आई एम जस्ट एंग दैट जो आपका रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी वो तो करिए डोंट बी लाइक ए हॉर्ट्स लुकिंग ओनली इन द फ्रंट की मेरे घर में तो नहीं होगा बाहर हो रहा है आप पहले अपने घर में देखिए अपने बच्चे के साथ क्या हो रहा है वी आर थिंकिंग दैट वी लिव इन सच ए प्रोटेक्टिव एनवायरमेंट हमें लगता है हमारे साथ नहीं होगा देर दिस गर्ल वॉज ट्राफिक लाइक हर फादर वॉज टेलिंग मी कि मुझे तो लगा ही नहीं मेरी बेटी का ट्राफिकिंग होगा and then when his daughter was trafficked he was like i never realized i said that's the problem no anything can happen with anybody be a little bit mindful and please be aware crime na hamare aas paas ghumta hai jurm jo hota hai na aas paas ghumta hai you just need to be a little bit alert because most of the people i have dealt with unke sath jo bhi crime hua hai ya fir unke sath jo bhi problem hai in terms of trafficking missing all that is done by people known to known them, to them. बाहर के लोगों को कैसे पता अब कोई दिल्ली में बैठा हुआ है उसको कैसे पता कि कोई झारखंड में है उसके घर में इतनी पॉवर्टी है उसको तो नहीं पता होगा ना सो आई थिंक ए लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स हैपन अमंगस्ट अस विद इन अस बाय पीपल अराउंड अस सो वो चीज़ ध्यान रखना बहुत ज़रूरी है थैंक यू पल्लवी इट्स बिन आई मीन आई विश आई वुड से दैट इट्स बीन अ वेरी प्लेजेंट कॉन्वर्सेशन इट हैजन बिकॉज इट्स रेंज टू सच एन एक्सट्रीम थिंग बट what it has done is given a very 360 view of you know the personal the social the you know the the evil the mindfulness and the huge um impact of actually uh being mindful like you said i'm really grateful again thank you for coming here and thank you for giving us such a close encounter view of 
everything that you go through and once again tremendous thank work thank you for calling me